Equities are rolling into the close here in NASDAQ, back near the highs of the session, 3%. Seems like a nice whole rally. I have 10 minutes left, not going anywhere right now. Let's talk some dividend investing and strategies, though, that have been working for more than just a day. Matt Perone joins us again from Janice Henderson Invest Investors, Director of Research. Matt, how are you? Good. Good to be with you, Oliver. Thank you. So let's talk about the dividend strategy right now. Today, everybody's kind of refocused on some of the pop back and companies have been beaten down. But even if we do get, uh, let's say, a slower inflation environment, uh, do the dividend payers still carry us through this year? Yeah, we, you know, we think we just put out our quarterly dividend report. We post that every quarter on our website where we look at the dividend trends and, their, and project it forward. And we still have a pretty robust uh, projection for 2022 dividends, probably up, you know, five, seven percent uh, this year after being up 10 percent last year. Not bad. So it's a good way to source income and we'll get a little growth in that income. Not bad at all. Uh, and uh, uh, historically speaking, is that a pretty high figure? Or how does that compare uh, relative to just kind of the last decade when it was a very low rate environment? Yeah, we generally saw um, dividends move with earnings. They generally follow earnings. So it's right in line with that, you know, traditional or historical earnings growth. And that's kind of where we see things uh, playing out this year versus what has been very strong off the bottom of the pandemic. Uh, in the U.S., we didn't see much in the way of dividend cuts, but then when uh, growth uh, resumed back in 2021, uh, we saw strong payout increases. The banks resumed their dividends or uh, were able to increase them. So we had a spurt of growth here, Oliver, that was higher than normal, and now we're just reverting back to the long-term trend. Okay. All right. So the long-term trend being that companies generally are, uh, big American companies are healthy uh, and uh, However, there was a, a period here where companies would more prefer to do buybacks and uh, dump money into their own shares. How much of this is about the environment uh, around us now where uh, people are seeing you know, their pocketbooks get eroded by inflation, the stock price is down. Suddenly, maybe you're not so concerned necessarily about what a company does as long as you're paying you every quarter. Uh, does the incentive change if the macro environment changes? Uh not necessarily. I think companies have always focused on cap their total capital return story as a big piece of how they you know, derive value. So I think they do, as you mentioned, uh, go between the levers of, of buybacks and they you know, uh, accelerate them when they're flush with cash. And then the dividends are more of their steady, you know, keep, keep paying that dividend, making sure they can pay it and raise it. So I don't think they're too... Uh, uh, influenced by the macro, Oliver, to your point, uh, in terms of, especially on the dividend side. On the buyback side, they can be more opportunistic and buy and accelerate their buyback programs when their stock is cheaper. So you do see some of that. And uh, the uh, uh, HDIVX, the fund we're looking at here from your team, and uh, does this um, skew in any way from a sector perspective? Uh, I, with an expense ratio of a percent, what I'm wondering is, you know, there are sectors that have high average dividends, would it be cheaper for somebody to buy a super low cost like sector uh, uh, fund? Or do you really have to specifically target the dividends uh, to, to get what you're desiring? Yeah, I think what you want to do is make sure that the companies you're investing in are safe, first and foremost, from their dividend perspective. 
and then increasing and growing uh, the dividend. They have the highest prospects for that. So I think there are you know two sides of the coin. You can certainly do well with a passive approach uh, and just have this, the dividend payers, et cetera, or you can take an active approach, which is to really try and be selective and get that extra uh, alpha, so to speak, by finding the, the ones that not only will continue to pay, but also have the highest prospects for, for growing the dividend. So there are really a number of ways to participate in the sector. Okay, uh, down 8% on the air, but the S&P's down 15. Is that the desired outcome to outperform? I mean, you're definitely doing a lot better than the S&P, but should we not expect to get big gains as long as the broad market is falling? So in general, uh, dividend paying strategies, uh, ones that focus on high dividend payers or even uh, dividend payers themselves, generally are buffers during times of market stress, as you just noted. We'll, they'll be down uh, less than the market and will generally participate in uh, market gains, but not maybe as much as higher beta strategies, so to speak. Sure. Uh, ones that are more levered to equity markets. Okay. So it's a good, consistent way. It just depends on your risk profile. Some sure, yeah. Some people prefer and steady. Yeah, all right. Hey, paying a percent to save uh, eight and a half. So I guess math checks out uh, if, if that's the risk profile. Matt, thanks as always for giving us the update on the way you guys are viewing this category. Thanks for having me, Albert. Matt Perone's Director of Research at Janice Henderson Investors, HDIVX.